Welcome to the Alcohol Rethink Podcast, the show designed for men who are ready to rethink the role of alcohol in their lives. Get ready to hear some awesome coaching insights, powerful tools, captivating interviews and first-hand experiences, all dedicated to helping you rethink your relationship with alcohol for good. I'm your host, Patrick Fox. Let's go. Hi guys and welcome to episode number 138 of the Alcohol Rethink Podcast. How's it going everyone? Great to be back, great to be here, to be sharing more ways in which you can rethink alcohol. Today I've got a little bit of a slightly different episode to normal because I want to share with you a few days from my 30-day email series. So way back when COVID started, actually back in 2020, I started creating a 30-day email series. I called it the 30-Day Alcohol Rethink Project. And that email series was created with the idea that I wanted to give you five different things to focus on each day over the period of 30 days, all in a way to start thinking differently about alcohol. That is so important because once you start thinking differently about alcohol, thinking differently about yourself, you're going to start rewiring your brain. You're going to start giving more value to not drinking than drinking. And like, this is how that change happens. It may not happen overnight, but the more that you are focused on it, the more work that you put into it, then it is going to happen. It definitely will happen for you. And, you know, I think sometimes and I'm guilty of this myself, right? Sometimes we think that just by consuming, just by listening or hearing or watching or reading something that is going to help us to change our mind. Sometimes it might. But in my experience, I recognize that actually you've got to take action with that stuff. And so I created this email series. I love it. It's like one of the most things I'm most proud of in what I do. And I think you're going to love it as well. And a lot of people who've been through it have loved it. They've got some really good results. So just to kind of give you an idea of some of the things people have been saying is I had a guy called Dave and he said, I learned a lot about myself and my relationship with alcohol. It's really helped me to feel able to stop drinking. Something that a guy, I presume it was a guy called Ash said was, it's helped me to feel able to give up drinking. I've learned a lot about myself and my relationship with alcohol and have changed my view on drinking since doing the project. And I really feel that it was instrumental in my current mindset. And then one more for you is I'm on day 35 and I hope to continue. I will take each day as it comes. I feel that Patrick's guidance and encouragement has been a major contribution on my being alcohol free. And that was from a gentleman named Simon. So you can already see, right? Like there, those testimonials are exactly what I've just been sharing with you, right? It's about learning about yourself. It's about learning about alcohol. And it's about learning how you want that relationship to be different. So what I'm going to do is share with you three days that I've pulled out of the 30 days. The first one, super important, is mindset, right? Mindset, mind how your mind is set. You know, our brains are, there's loads of research and studies in this, right? Like our brains are, have neuroplasticity, so we're able to change our brains, right? It's how we're able to learn something and implement it. But as we kind of get older and we have so many things going on, like we start to limit ourselves a little bit and think that change isn't possible. Well, it's not true. Like I've seen so many guys go through my coaching program, come out the other side and literally 
can't believe how differently they think about alcohol now, which is amazing. And it's possible for you too. So I'm going to talk about mindset. Whilst I'm on mindset, I'm reading a book at the minute called Relentless. Uh, gosh, the guy's name escapes me. But I tell you what, guys, it's fucking brilliant. Really, really good. It's about a guy who is a trainer to like elite sports stars. So really resonating with me. And actually, relentless is, is one of my values. Like I do values with all the guys I work with. And relent, being relentless is one of my ones. So it's really fun just to read that book and like see how I can start implementing that for myself as well on a more daily basis. So let's crack on. So actually, the, before I do, the five things that you will get in each email. So the first thing is that you're going to get a quote. Every day I'll give you like a little inspirational quote that you can read, get a little bit of motivation to get you started. Then there's a topic. And then after that topic, I give you a project. And that is questions to ask yourself about what you've learned. Now, I'm not sending you essays and essays of stuff here, guys. Like it's a few paragraphs that are just enough to help you start thinking differently and with questions to support that in yourself. There's also a short little video for you to watch. There's an alcohol fact and then there's the, the worksheet for you to download as well. So you've got a quote, a topic, a project, a video and a worksheet, uh, alcohol fact, sorry. You know, and if you do that every day over 30 days, right, that is a lot. That's, what is that, 150 different ways to change your brain to start thinking differently about alcohol. So I'm gonna go through three days. I was gonna give you like a, really just gonna read you the email more or less and just kind of give you a, an idea of what to expect. And then if you're interested, highly recommend just go and get started on this, right? You can go to my website, patrickjfox.com. If you go to the tab, rethink, you can also see the drop down. It says projects, it will take you directly there. Or you can go to the handle, which is patrickjfox.com, the dash 30 dash day dash alcohol dash rethink dash project. Pretty long winded to do it that way. So I'm going to put it in the show notes. So you've got really easy access ways of getting hold of it. So let's look at day one, right? Mindset. And the topic for day one is mindset and beliefs. Because really, like everything starts with your mind, right? Like your mindset and the belief systems. They really are the most important factors in leaving your drinking thinking behind and also emotions or like being able to change your emotions, right? Because how you think impacts how you feel, which then impacts how you do. So that comes in a later date. So the mindset is how you think about yourself, it's how you think about alcohol, it's how you think about the world. And your mindset determines how you behave and how you show up, right? It's a, it plays a critical role in how you cope with life's challenges. Now there's a, a book by a lady named Dr. Carol Dweck. She's a psychologist over in America and she talks, and the book's called Mindset. And she talks about a fixed mindset <clears throat> and a growth mindset. Now a fixed mindset is where people believe their qualities are fixed traits and therefore cannot be changed, right? They just think, well, I'm just good at that, that's what I do and I can't get better. That's a very fixed mindset. And then there's a growth mindset and that's knowing that you can get better no matter what, right? You can show up and learn no matter what the outcome. And just the fact that you're even listening to this episode and if you go do the emails, right? Like that is opting for the growth mindset. Now, just to clarify, 
it's not like we are either on a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. I think it can apply in so many different ways. Like we might have a fixed mindset in money, for example, but when it comes to exercise, we might have a growth mindset. So it's not binary, but it's definitely a helpful way of looking at it and seeing where you might be limiting yourself. So your thoughts and beliefs are what create your mindset. And then whatever you are thinking and believing is giving you the results that you get in your life. So your mindsets, your mindset, sorry, and your beliefs are either helping you or hurting you. And I really love that as a like a tool, if you like, to think about when it comes to decision making is ask yourself, like, is this helping me or is this hurting me? <clears throat> so when we try to create new habits like stopping drinking and try to start taking action without understanding why we're doing what we're doing in the first place, it has a limited effect. So you end up using willpower and resilience, which I've said many times, guys, only lasts for so long. It's not sustainable because you change your beliefs and then you start trusting yourself more, right? Because you start taking action and creating evidence for it. And then all throughout this project, you're going to be reviewing your current mindset and beliefs and deciding which ones you want to keep and which ones you've had enough of and are ready to let go. It will be a giant spring clean of your mind. So we're going to find all those sticky old sweets stuck down the back of the sofa kind of spring, spring clean, right? Like pull all of that stuff out, question it, evaluate it, decide whether you want it anymore and then get rid or keep. It's powerful work. And that is day one. <clears throat> all right. And then the, the project part of that is to write down everything that you think about alcohol. So whether you do go and, and go through this process or not, like even just writing down some of the stuff I give you in this episode, I guarantee it's going to help you. It's going to start getting you to think differently. So here's some of the questions that I ask in the first day. So what have you learned or been taught about alcohol? What do you think the benefits or downsides of alcohol are? What do you currently believe about your ability to stop or have one? And answer those questions, just be as totally honest as possible, right? Doesn't matter whether you think the answer is positive or negative, it's just getting it out there. It's just starting to show yourself like, oh, that's what my brain currently believes. And just because your brain believes something doesn't mean it's true, guys. So the alcohol fact from day one is, uh, this is the this is the one that had a massive massive influence on me rethinking alcohol. The alcohol in alcoholic drinks such as beer, wine, and spirits is made from a chemical called ethanol. It's the only alcohol that the human body can digest, and it's also used as a solvent for the making of things like nail varnish, remover, perfume, and as an additive to petrol. Makes you think, right? <clears throat> so there you go, like. Not only are you getting questions to ask yourself about what you've learned, but then you're also getting facts that, you know, your brain cannot argue with. Like, they are facts. Alrighty, so number two. Uh, this is actually day 13. This is something that's been coming up quite a lot in my coaching with the guys, which is why I chose to include this one. And it's about weekends. Uh, and the email's actually called, like, what the hell am I supposed to do on the weekends? <clears throat> because as I'm sure some of you guys are aware, right? When you are stopping drinking or taking a break, you start realizing how much fucking time you've got on your hands because you're not just kind of spacing out, numbing out with alcohol. You're not planning your life around alcohol. And so all of a sudden you've got a lot of time. It's so important that you do something else with that time, right? Because otherwise, if you just kind of want to try and do the same things but not drink, like you're going to be putting yourself in situations where 
cravings are probably going to come quite strongly so it's really important to start thinking planning ahead right like using that prefrontal cortex about what you want to do differently so the topic weekends weekends are a big part of a drinker's lifestyle so when you stop drinking it feels like there's a big hole in your life left to fill to me that's actually a beautiful thing right because not drinking on the weekends doesn't mean that you've lost something it means that you get to find out what you've really been missing out on now, sometimes it can take a while to get your brain around that, but I absolutely guarantee that it's true. So there's a couple of things you'll notice when you stop drinking and as the weekend approaches are that all the thoughts you've had about drinking at the weekend, they don't just magically disappear, right? They're, that level of drinking thinking is still going to show up. But that's okay, right? Because if you learn to expect that, then you can anticipate, you can plan for it. Another thing is that you, you may notice you become restless, right? You're unsure, uh, you feel like you're going into the battle, you versus the weekend, uh, which is really you versus alcohol. You know, it's always so telling when I hear guys going like, I just need to get through this, I just need to get through this. And it's just that sense of, of, of battle, you know? So staying sober, I've found, can be easier for people, right? Because there's more routine and then they can kind of create a lot more structure. Whereas the weekends can feel a bit like an assault course with booby traps littered everywhere because there's so much more time. Like when you're at work, you're at work, right? Like that accounts for what? Half, two thirds of your day at least. And so weekends can become your playground, right? You have to learn what you want to do instead of drinking. And you want to learn who you want to see and, all, and, and where you want to go. And we have so many thoughts wrapped up in so many different areas when it comes to drinking alcohol and the weekend, especially. You know, like I used to live for the weekend. Like it was all about that Friday night going out and then just like setting course for the weekend of getting on it. Uh, and actually Thursdays were the new Fridays. And so it actually started on Thursday. It wasn't even on a Friday. So that's not to say that you have to find every single belief, right? Like just changing one belief about the weekends can make all the difference. But when you become aware that these thoughts are what cause you that pain, have caused you that suffering, like thinking that you can't go out or you should be going out, etc., like they're the things that are going to hold you back from stopping. But recognizing that you can start having compassion with yourself and then you can start looking at how you can go about changing them, right? Like creating evidence for them. <clears throat> so that was that topic for day 13 and the project for that day, the questions are, again, they're thought finders, right? They're belief finders, really help you start questioning. And the three questions I've got are write down all the thoughts you have about the weekend and drinking. What will life be like without alcohol in the weekend? Now, you could do that in, in two different ways, right? Like you could be like totally honest and answer that question and go, well, it's going to be shit. I'm not going to fucking hate myself. I'm going to be struggling. It doesn't matter. Write it all down, right? But then, then ask yourself, well, what could my weekends look like without alcohol? Right, start giving your brain something else to start focusing on. Uh, which is basically the third question, right? How will you spend your weekends differently? And the alcohol fact for day 13 is alcohol makes you look older. And I, I see this all the time. Like, I'm always fascinated when I see before and after pictures of people drinking, like, especially over like a couple of years, like the transformation generally not only in people's faces, but even like body shape is absolutely huge. Like eyes change, skin changes, puffiness is reduced, right? It's incredible. But drinking alcohol increases blood flow and causes blood vessels to dilate, 
right? So the skin takes the impact and can, that's what makes the appearances look red, blotchy, puffy for days after drinking. You know, seeing people's faces puffy because of drink, like it's, it's so telling. Like I think just because I'm, what I do now, like I really do notice it. And alcohol then causes the skin to dehydrate, which causes skin to dry. And then when that oil reproduces itself to rehydrate, it can cause a breakout, right? So you end up getting worse skin because of alcohol. Uh, also like the sugar, the, the way the sugar is created with the alcohol, it also causes the skin to age and breaks it down into collagen, which is the protein responsible for the elasticity of the skin. Uh, coupled with the depletion of vitamins that slow down cell renewal, it results in a grey looking appearance, potentially even yellow, right guys, if your fucking liver's taking an absolute batter in. And yeah, that's day 13. And then the last one I want to share with you is from day 15. And it's pleasure now, pain later. Oh, let me just quickly read out the quotes for you as well from some of these days. So the, the day one quote was, you leave old habits behind by starting out with the thought, I release the need for this in my life. And that was by Wayne Dyer. You could use that thought, right? But you could also go and find out, well, what's, what's something that feels believable to me right now that's going to help me to start unlearning alcohol in my life? The quote from day two is, nothing can hurt you as much as your own thoughts unguided. And that was by this guy called Buddha. You may have heard of him. Uh, and then the quote here now for day 15 that we're on. Without delayed gratification, there is no power over self. And that was by a guy called Sunday Adelaja. And I talked about this in a couple of episodes ago, right, in terms about instant gratification and delayed gratification and how that instant gratification is that brain's primal desire releasing that dopamine and anticipation of getting alcohol or whatever else it may be that you're after. Whereas we have that prefrontal cortex part of our brain, which also gets dopamine towards planning and stuff, right? And that needs a little bit more work, a little bit more consciousness, right? But like that's where our power comes from in that higher, newer brain of ours. So the topic for day 15 is false reward. So we've been conditioned to believe that having alcohol is a reward and that we deserve it. Like this is coming up so much in my coaching at the minute with guys just like wanting that reward, wanting that something to mark the end of the day, something to, it's like a boundary, right? Like work's finished and now this is my time. This is where I get to chill out and all of that stuff. And we've kind of integrated alcohol thinking that like that's part of the reward. Actually, another guy I was coaching um, this week, he was talking about his work and they've had a good performance and they want to take everyone out for drinks, right? It's just so ingrained in our cultural society. And I'm not saying or judging or blaming anyone here, but it's just like recognizing that we think alcohol is a reward in some way. So obviously we need to start shifting that. So you think it's a reward for a hard day's work, to let loose at the weekend, to have more fun and be part of the crowd. It's a reward for having to be a parent all day, right? You've got wine o'clock, it's 5 p.m. in the world somewhere. You know, all of these sayings about why we drink excuses let's call them what they are right and then you've got birthdays right let's celebrate all of them so everywhere you look people are using alcohol to reward themselves it's glamorized it's made to look fine in memes quotes tv shows film music advertising to name a few we even celebrate hangovers <laughs> it's, like, it's just so fucked up like to think about celebrating a hangover and 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 this is something another guy 
Ox coach this week said about how proud he was about his hangovers in the past. And I think we can probably all identify with that in some way. So it comes as no surprise that when you want to stop, you think about all these things that you're going to be missing out on, how much fun it is, how everyone else is doing it, and they seem to be okay. We're like perception is projection, right? Truly though, we have no idea the impact it's having on other people. No one wants to share posts about how alcohol is destroying their lives, making them feel shit, how much money they've lost, how many drugs they've done, how their wife fucking hates them, right? No one's going to share that stuff. And so our brains just filters everything out and just look, focuses on the positives or alleged positives, quote unquote. So we don't see the damage it does on the inside. I think that's another thing is that we can't see the, alcohol, the damage alcohol is doing to our liver and everywhere else, right? It's also true when you you stop drinking, you know, sometimes you might not feel like much has changed, but things are changing and it's just really hard to see it sometimes. So we don't see the damage it does on the inside and it might not be until we're a little bit older that you really see the true impact or consequences of drinking if you haven't already. Things like cancers, liver damage, broken relationships, mental health, you know, and so much more will suffer as a result as well. And not only that, like I wrote down this the other day, like how, how many dreams have been lost to alcohol? How many dreams of yours have you sacrificed in order just to go out and have a drink? How many times have you taken the easy option of drinking instead of going out and actually creating something that you want? And I'm fucking, I put my hand up straight away, like a lot, too many times. And I'm so glad that I'm done with that because it just, it's a false reward, alcohol, right? In the moment it feels good, but the long-term pain is guaranteed to have serious impact on your life. So the project for that day, the questions to ask yourself are, how can I reward myself without using alcohol? What do I truly deserve? And then I put in brackets, it's not a hangover pity and self-loathing, <laughs> right? Because that just seems par for the course. Like when you get, if you drink when you don't want to, you end up feeling hungover and then that fucking beating yourself up kicks in. You feel sorry for yourself. You tell yourself you can't understand why you do it. You get disappointed, frustrated, all of these things. But all that does is just perpetuate it, right? Like it put it almost, it's like you're telling yourself that it's not in your control. That it's something outside of you that's happening to you and it's so disempowering. How will I choose to celebrate with alcohol? Uh, without alcohol, obviously. Uh, and then what will I say to my friends about how I choose to celebrate? And look, that last question is really optional. You don't have to say anything to your friends. But again, it's just getting you to start thinking differently, guys. Like to really start questioning and saying, all right, well, what else is true here, right? Just because this is what I believed or thought for a long time, like what else is possible? And then the alcohol fact for uh, day 15 is alcohol and cancer. So the long-term effects of drinking alcohol can significantly increase the chances of serious illnesses. You only have to go onto the websites like Alcohol Change and all of these places, World uh, Health Organization, just to kind of go and read up about the statistics on this stuff, and it's fucking scary. Cancer's one of them, right? And there are several different types that have been identified as a direct result of drinking alcohol. That includes bowel, breast, throat, liver, and cancer of the mouth. Not nice, none of that stuff. And then if you add in smoking into the mix as well, plus cocaine, it's a fucking absolutely lethal combination, right? So there are a number of factors that contribute to cancer, uh, developing cancer from alcohol use. 
So one is that when you drink alcohol, it gets converted into your body into a chemical called acetaldehyde. Or I massively probably butchered that, but A-C-E-T-A-L-D-E-H-Y-D-E, acetaldehyde. Essentially, though, this stops your damaged DNA from repairing, which then can lead to cancer. Alcohol also increases estrogen hormone in blood, which could be linked to breast cancer for any female listeners out there. And alcohol also reduces levels of folate in drinkers, which is quite an important part or vitamin that helps produce new DNA. And, you know, like when when you start looking at all of these facts, you're like, what the actual fuck? Like, why are we so conditioned to celebrate and reward ourselves with alcohol when actually, even though it might not happen the day we drink, but over a prolonged period of time, like it will fuck you up. All right, that was not particularly neutral of me, but it's true. (laughs) And so there you go, guys. Like that's just a little insight. That's three days out of 30 days where you can start rethinking alcohol. Now, listen, if you fancy doing this, as I said, go check it out on the website. I'll put it in the show notes. Have a go. And here's the thing. Do it in your own time. You don't have to do it every single day. You're going to get the email every day, but maybe you want to space it out and do it every other day, whatever, right? The fact or the most important thing, sorry, is that you just do it. It's just that you are creating awareness, you're being conscious. And the more you do that, the more you're going to create value for not drinking than drinking. All right, guys, there you go. That's this week's episode, Rethinking Alcohol. If you get time, I would love for you just to drop me a follow or a share or a testimonial on the comments on the Spotify platform so that more people can hear about this show or maybe even a a review on iTunes it would be much appreciated guys keep rethinking alcohol keep evolving keep changing and you will stop drinking I promise you take care have an amazing week and I'll see you back same time next time bye bye for now